Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. We got to get some more players and things, but I'm real confident that we can get it back to what is a respectable plus for the for the state of Arkansas. And to be honest with you, that's really all I'm worried about. I'm not worried about my job. I'm not worried about. I'm worried about the damn state of Arkansas and having them proud of our football team. Hell, I'm not right now, and I know they ain't, and I get it, but. It's, I'm the only one that can change it. So we're going to work like hell to get that done. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a great Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. And I know we'll have plenty of more reactions to get to in this hour. We will get to best and worst of the weekend, as well as what's trending in the world of sports, as well as three and out, as well as your phone calls and text messages. So keep those coming at 501 501- 661-1037. There's been uh, a lot of things to talk about today, and especially uh, dominated by the news of with Arkansas football and Dan Eno's firing and all of that madness. So it's been a wild one. It's been a fun one. But uh, hopefully this uh, third hour will uh, keep us moving and keep it going. And, I mean, we uh, really haven't uh, dove into anything that even happened over the college football landscape from the weekend or the NFL or Anything like that, but we'll get into that this hour. I know, I know we will. And uh, we've had a few people that have been patiently holding here on the line through the uh, top of the hour update. So we'll work through those and we'll get to best worth of the weekend. Let's start with Jeff and Lone Oak. What's up, Jeff? Hey, good afternoon, guys. Afternoon. Hey, uh, you know, the offense has got to have a, a leader, and I believe that was KJ Jefferson to start the season. But in that game Saturday, they had a close up of him getting the play called in. And he looks at the coach and rolls his eyes like, here we go again, not this play again, and just turns around and calls the play. Did anybody else notice that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, when I went back and watched some of the broadcast, I, I saw what play you're referring to. I mean, he just seemed so frustrated, and I understand him. You know, not that he's given up, but it seems kind of like the team has kind of given up the offense as because of his – no confidence right now with KJ. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be confident either. I'm not confident, and I'm a fan. I couldn't imagine how I'm a player. Like, scored three three points, three points. You never even got into the red zone except for one time on a pick. I mean, I, I don't know how you how you wouldn't be able to have the same reactions and the same feelings right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, hey guys, I appreciate it, and uh, I'll sit back and listen. All right, appreciate it. Thanks for calling in, Jeff. And uh, let's go ahead and get to Navy Mike in too. What's up, Navy? Hey, what's up, guys? Um, you know, I, I, I and I said this before. You know, we don't really know how Hunter Yurich Check's going to handle the whole Sam Pittman situation because we haven't seen him have to fire one of his own guys yet. I mean, he was more than happy to fire you know coaches from past regimes when he'd seen enough. But we don't know exactly how he's going to handle because Sammy P is his guy. I mean, that's you know, um, and. You know, as far as firing Dan Enos, you know, it remind it takes me back to the uh, Matt Rule era at Carolina when the you know, offense was struggling, the team was we were losing games. So his sacri- his sacrificial lamb was was uh, Joe Brady, you know, the offensive coordinator. After that, I was I, you know I said, look, now that you've sacrificed you know Joe Brady to the you know to the gods, um, everything that happens from here forward 
that is going to be on you now. You know, so you get that one mulligan by, you know, sending a guy packing. And, and obviously it didn't work for Matt Rule because the very next year he got fired. It wasn't even happen through the season because it didn't solve anything because those issues that we had at Carolina went a whole lot deeper than just the offense. So. Yeah. I would even say uh, maybe comparable to like uh, when Ed Orgeron fired Bo Pelini as a defensive coordinator, just how bad it was. Middle of the season, it didn't work out well for Ed Orgeron because he got fired later that year. And it, who knows, maybe that happens to Pittman too. But yeah, you know, I don't think I, don't, I still don't think anybody's expecting it just to turn around and be great. Like it, the season is what it is right now. Right, and you know, the, there's actually it's kind of ironic because the you know Carolina and you know Arkansas are kind of in the same boat. With my Carolina Panthers didn't lose this past weekend because they didn't play any. They were the bye week. It, you know, <laughs> we're not zero seven because we didn't play anybody, <laughs> which is a good thing. You know, but um, you know, hopefully, you know, if, even if cha- even if change doesn't lead to, to wins, um, at least we'll see something different. Show, show us something different. You know, anyway, yeah. and that's all I got, guys. And y'all take care. I appreciate it, Navy. Thanks for calling in. Because uh, well, yeah, because who was it that was? Because uh, was Joe Brady the offensive coordinator, and he was the one that was from LSU, right? Yeah, know he's there. What's he doing now? I wonder. He's on the Bills coaching staff, so oh, he's still in the NFL. There you go. Yeah, because he was the – with that offense that he had at LSU, um, with Joe Burrow and everything, uh, really uh, got him uh, some great opportunities. And uh, I know that with par- with the Panthers, he go from the Panthers straight to the Bills? Cause th- or was there yeah. something in between? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was yeah, a name, though. Quarterback's coach for the Bills. Yeah. yeah he, has a, he has a name on him for sure. Uh, but, yeah, hey, listen, this happens a lot of times. Coaches make changes. Sometimes it works out, but more often than not, it doesn't. Let's be honest. <laughs> like, you make a coaching changes like this in the middle of the year and something didn't work out, especially at a coordinator position, odds are it's not just something that miraculously gets better, even with the head coach, like, the next year. It doesn't just miraculously get better. It doesn't happen often. No, during the season, it's you, you can't just change everything. There's no way to go about it. And that's why a lot of times when you see these changes being made, they don't bring anybody in from the outside. They have somebody in-house that they want to take over play-calling duties and take over some of those responsibilities because you're at risk of this whole thing falling apart anyway. And so to bring somebody from the outside, it just doesn't make sense. No, not at all. Not at least at this point in time. But, hey, there's a lot of highlights and lowlights, though. Not all I have to do with Razorbacks, but... This past weekend, and so let's talk about some of the best and worst of the weekend. It was the best of times. In your life have you seen anything like that? It was the worst of times. Nuts and bolts, we got screwed. Third down. It's time for the best and worst of the weekend on Out of Bounds. All right, it is time for best and worst of the weekend. And uh, a few, I mean, there's a few of the best that I'm going to throw in just because I wanted to have some uh, highlights besides anything with the Razorback football team. But I will say that the Razorback basketball team, you know, for those of you who maybe went to the game and that exhibition game against UT Tyler, the reason I'm saying it's the best just because it's like, you know what, you can tell that there is a lot of expectation on this team. You can tell that there is a, a lot of promise and there's a lot of talent. But uh, to see it just in action was really fun. And to see the offense prowess was there was fun. And uh, Muss is, is playing a lot of different guys, had a different starting lineup. And uh, Razorback fans, I don't know the exact attendance of that exhibition game, but uh, I think they closed the upper deck. And I'd say there's probably 10,000, 11,000 people there for that exhibition game. So it's just nice to see that, nice to see that back on pace, and nice to see a Razorback team uh, there, at least in basketball, get the victory over the weekend too. But I uh, know between them and the soccer team winning the SEC regular season, which was awesome too. A lot of good things going on on the Hill besides Razorback football. So... Maybe just try to put some of your positivity in some of those sports, too. Best of the Eagles versus Dolphins last night. They went for it on fourth down four times, and they were four of four. So they converted hmm. all their fourth down conversions. And on three, two of those were on the same drive. But on three of those drives, it led directly to touchdowns. So that was a major part of the game. And talking about going into the game, there were two five and one teams with the Eagles and Dolphins. Eagles come away with a win. They are now 6-1, and one, so best to them for getting it done in a big way, especially on those fourth down conversions. And another best of the weekend for me is just looking at, uh, in college football, you had a lot of close calls in some of these games over the weekend, and 
Uh, some of them lost, like Virginia beating North Carolina, who uh, may have been pretty surprising. But I actually do want to give a shout-out to the best of the weekend, being the Michigan Wolverines. Now, there's been some news that have just broke as far as uh, some updates on their whole scouting and uh, everything, which will do that as far as what's trained in the world of sports. But I think Michigan right now is the best team in college football. I know that they have yet to play anybody of major note that's going to satisfy anybody of giving them a lot of credit. But when it comes to just looking dominant in the games that they have played, uh, you'd be hard-pressed to find a better team than Michigan. Their closest game so far this year was a game they only beat Rutgers 31-7. to That's been their closest game. They have Purdue coming up next, which they should take care of business because Purdue is 2-5. and But then after that, they have two of their final three games being at Penn State and then Ohio State at home. Now, those are going to be the telltale signs of knowing if this team's legit or not, but for all these other teams in college football, they may be top five, top ten teams, whatever it may be. They've had struggles. They've had tough games. They've had games that came close. But Michigan just keeps rolling on through and being extremely dominant, and they have a schedule that favors them pretty well. And they've looked very impressive in those games, so i got to give a shout-out to them. Best to some of the NFL teams that only had one win. So going into the weekend, there were four, there were five teams that only had one win. Four of those five teams got wins. Over the weekend, Bears, Broncos, Patriots, and Giants. And in the case of the Patriots, of course, they got a big win over the Bills, and that was an upset, but it is a division rival there. But the Bears, they go into the game with a backup quarterback. Now, they were playing against the Raiders on the other side, who had a backup quarterback also. But Tyler Bajant, who was an undrafted free agent from a small college, He was able to lead the Bears to a win, so they got that. Broncos got a win at home versus the Packers, and then the Giants. We know that there have been a lot of complaints about the Giants and how they've looked so far this season, but they get a division win against the Commanders. How about the uh, way that the, man, the Ravens and what they did against the Detroit Lions. The Lions have been a team that's been really good so far this year, and we know that games happen like that throughout the week, but... Uh, I did not expect to see what we saw there in that game uh, between the Lions and the Ravens, where the Ravens just got up 28-0 at halftime and never looked back. Uh, truly a dominating performance. Lions didn't score until the fourth quarter, but uh, Lamar Jackson, 357 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, and they're, they're still a team that, now I'm not saying people forget about them, but they're sitting at 5-2 and two and maybe not getting a lot of, uh, or as much respect as maybe they deserve, but they're looking pretty good and had a big win against another really good Lions team. I think this is more of an of a great credit to what Baltimore did rather than it is just the Lions playing poorly, which I think they did too, but uh, them taking care of business and looking dominant was pretty impressive. Worst to a couple of end-of-game scenarios with USC versus Utah. They go up at the end of that game, and uh, they have a chance to tack on a two-point conversion, just not a great effort or execution from getting the two-point conversion, which it would have put them in a position where Utah could only tie them at the end of the game, and then the game would have gone to overtime. But they were only up by one. Utah is able to drive down, kick a field goal, win the game. And uh, and that, a lot of that had to be on USC's defense, which we saw they've struggled quite a bit this season. So they ultimately lose the game. But a worse two... The end of the Colts-Browns game where it looked like the Colts had the game won. On a fourth down, they get a strip sack. Should be game over. But on that same play, there's a defensive holding. And it continues the drive for the Browns. But also within a couple of plays, they had a defensive pass interference in the end zone. Giving the Browns the ball at the one-yard line. They stopped them. First through third down on passing plays. But then the Browns come back on fourth down, and they're able to run it in and win the game at the very end. So, worst to a couple of end-of-game scenarios for USC and the Colts. I was going to ask you, what did you make of uh, the the spot that uh, happened in the Rams and Steelers game? Because I saw a lot of, not a lot of Rams fans, but people were complaining about how that was a terrible spot oh, for the, the Rams. Yeah, it was a terrible spot. Yeah. And um, we've talked about with coaches before, at the end of games and having timeouts and giving your team a chance. Rams burn all their timeouts, so they couldn't challenge. And it was just unfortunate to when it happened in the game because it was within two minutes. It was more than two minutes on the clock, so the Rams couldn't challenge. And then, you know, if it's under two minutes, of course, you get the automatic challenge or automatic review. 
It was just unfortunate. And um, we talk about how the Eagles have such success with their quarterback sneaks. That was something that the Steelers have been having a lot of success with, going to that left side and doing it in the same fashion for them, not in the same fashion as the Eagles. But Kenny Pickett slipped on the play, which I don't know how that even came about, <laughs> but he slipped on the play, and um, he he came up short. But in real time, watching it, I thought he had the first down with no problem. So it, it's almost like with the refs, they, they saw the exact same thing where they thought he had the first down, but when you look at it on replay, it's easy to see that he slipped and his knee went down before he was able to get the spot. So... If there had been a review, they would have clearly gotten the call right, but there wasn't a review because the Rams couldn't challenge it. And unfortunately, that uh, is the, the bad side of things when it comes to uh, how they handle those uh, reviews and the and the way that they can you know throw the challenge flag or whatever it may be. But yeah, that was uh, something I saw a lot of people discussing. But uh, another uh, real quick, a best that I wanted to throw in was just the performance of Miles Garrett in the first half and what he did. He had two sacks, two forced fumbles, a blocked field goal, and six tackles. Uh, that's a that's a pretty uh, pretty big heyday for Miles Garrett in that uh, one half, and it's one of the reasons why he's one of the better players, defensive players, especially there in uh, all of the NFL. But uh, a worst of the weekend that uh, I wanted to uh, throw in, and we've talked more enough about Arkansas, we could throw that whole thing in. But I just don't understand like why certain things happen, like when it comes to. Uh, I, I put it this way. I was down there in Arlington at Texas Live for the Arkansas-Texas A&M game. It was after the game. And, you know, they do these, like, trivia games and stuff that they have during commercial breaks and whatnot. And I remember one of the things they were doing, they had this huge on the Jumbotron in the screen. is like talking about how, to, like, that day, I guess, was uh, Osama bin Laden's birthday. And everyone's like, why is it? Why, what? Why are you highlighting that? That seems so odd and kind of inappropriate to even be doing it. It's like, oh, he's celebrating a birthday today. But also, Michigan State got in some pretty big hot water for a number of reasons. Michigan State just needs to, man, I don't know what they're doing. But uh, essentially that they were doing some trivia at their game against Michigan. And on their Jumbotron, they they did a trivia question asking what country Hitler was born in. And it's like, what are y'all doing here? Like, what, what's the point of that? You know, you, you're telling me that there was no other trivia question in the history of trivia that you could have asked, and you went with, with especially with all that's going on in the world, you decided to ask the question of what country Hitler was born in? Like, come on, man. Like, that's the type of stuff that just needs to be, it needs to be common sense. And I know that it's sometimes we, um, as a society, you know, we're, we're very clumsy as human beings. We all make mistakes and everything. But for crying out loud, that was just something that just doesn't need to happen. I don't understand why it happened. And I know Michigan State, uh, they were having to, to come out and, Talk about uh, what happened and how they're going to be handling it internally or whatever it is. But that's the type of stuff where I'm just like, man, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't even know why anyone would approve this. And uh, if someone approved that, then fire everybody. But that's just the stuff that I just don't understand and it keeps happening. Yeah, crazy that uh, anybody would even be in the mindset of thinking something like that was uh, not, not that it's right or wrong, but just the fact that it's something that, shouldn't even be touched to begin with yeah it's like it's like hey what's what we're trying to figure out some trivia today well um let's see i know you know hitler we haven't asked anything about him and you know so we can just ask what country he's born in at a michigan state football game it's like come on man that, that just doesn't make any sense so yeah that was a a worst uh one of the worst of the worst weekends for me and also real quick a another shot at the ncaa because i will always make sure that i take as many shots at the ncaa as possible you know james madison not that anyone cares too much about James Madison football. There may be some of you out there. But James Madison is a team that has recently joined a Division One, And they have this stupid rule in place where it's like you got to be there for two years before you can be eligible for a bowl game, which I don't understand. But also, on the NCAA officials' website, they don't allow James Madison's stats to be posted. It, they can, everybody else's in Division One football is posted, full stats. But you will not find it on the website for James Madison. So what makes it so frustrating, some of you may say, like, well, what's the big deal? Well, why it's a big deal is because there's a player, Jalen Green, who plays for James Madison, who is leading the nation by a large margin in sacks per game at 1.86. And the guy that's second on that list is Utah's Jonah Ellis, who is one and a half. 
So the, what makes that frustrating is you could have a player for James Madison lead the entire country in sacks, but the NCAA will not recognize it because they don't put stats up on their website dealing with that too. That's just another one of those weird, dumb things where I don't understand the NCAA. I don't understand why they do it. You know, last year with James Madison, or this, excuse me, this year for James Madison, since they're seven and zero, they're one of the uh, undefe- eleven undefeated teams, but they're not allowed to compete for a Sun Belt championship or a bowl game or have their stats recognized because of the two-year thing. That's just one of those dumb things I don't understand. And there's zero excuse or zero reason for it. It's another way just to, to poo-poo on the NCAA. And there you have it. There's the best and worst of the weekend. Real quick before we take a commercial break, see if uh, Jason's in Hero Springs. What's up, Jason? Yeah, I was, I'm a long-time caller. First, um, uh, I mean, long-time listener, sorry, first-time caller. And I've been listening for a while. And it's just funny to me, what, where are all the Kendall Browns naysayers? It'd be nice to have him back. <laughs> hmm. I mean, I, I just, I'm, I'm just saying, Jason. I'm going to keep, you know, making fun of it, but I'm like, Kendall Bryles probably could have scored three points on Saturday as an offense coordinator. Just saying. Uh, I, I think so, and it just, it, it just kills me. That, that, you know, all these people that called in are agony. I mean, you, you had a caller earlier that that was one of them. I'm pretty sure. And uh, you know, I got some friends that are on Twitter a lot. One of them got kicked off because he was dropping about Kendall Bryles so much last or last year and year before, whatever. And I text him, "Be nice to have Kendall back." Crickets. Hmm. He won't reply. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> That's just my two cents. <laughs> Appreciate it, Jason. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of people that, uh, you know, would have, uh, again, not saying that Kendall Browns is doing great at TCU because they've been struggling, but, you know, they didn't think it could be worse, and here it is. Much, 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 much worse. So, but, hey, we got to take a break. When we come back, we will get to what's trending in the world of sports, look around the NFL and some of the news with that. And uh, close up shop in three and out in the segment after that. And we'll continue to take your phone calls and text messages. So keep those coming at 501-661-1037. More Out of Bounds next. and Arkansas native EY Craner joins the zone every Tuesday courtesy of Jackalope Cycling. Jackalope Cycling in Russellville is there with bike rentals and service. Camping gear, fishing accessories, whatever gets you excited about the outdoors. EY Craner Tuesday in the Zone brought to you by Jackalope Cycling. Check them out online at jackalopecycling.com. This is Center. After another abysmal offensive performance this weekend from Arkansas in their 7-3 home loss to Mississippi State, Dan Enos has been fired as the offensive coordinator. The Razorback offense produced just 200 yards against a Bulldogs defense that allowed nearly 30 points per game. The Enos called offense is dead last in the SEC in points per game with 26.5, and they mustered just 309 yards per game. According to NCAA.com, Arkansas's total offense is ranked 119th in the country out of 130 teams. Wide receivers coach Kenny Guyton will take over play calling responsibilities for the remainder of the season. Arkansas is on a bye week this week. They'll get back to action next Saturday against Florida in the Swamp. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. How important is price when buying tires? Maybe for you, it's what drives you to choose your tire store. How important is service? And what about choosing a tire store that is locally and family-owned? What if I told you that your local, family-owned Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot can offer you the most competitive pricing with the caring service that you expect from your neighbor? Right now, we have huge savings on our most popular sets of tires to keep you and your family safe on the road. Tires, service, and straight talk. Big O Tires. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies, and the biggest Halloween party is right around the corner. Saturday, October 28th, break out the costume, get ready to throw down. Brewskies is going to be the place to party with karaoke in the bar, and dude call Rob spinning all your favorite jams down in the basement till 2 a.m. VIP sections and bottle service, email brewskiespubandgrub.com. Halloween, Saturday night, October the 28th, come celebrate at Brewskies. Again, brewskiespubandgrub.com. It's Brewskies, you home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. 
The end of the year is near, and Guatney is pulling out all the stops to remain Pulaski County's number one Buick GMC dealer. Big pre-owned inventory, and even bigger discounts on new Buicks and GMCs, even with manufacturer price increases. Guatney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is selling new 2024 models at 2023 prices. You've seen the news. The time to trade is now. Before the current auto industry climate skyrockets used prices and all new inventories depleted. Don't wait. Call Guadney, 501-945-4444. It's the end of the year blowout. Only at Guadney, Buick, GMC, and North Little Rock. Interest rates as low as 0.9%. And get new and pre-owned vehicles with no payments for the rest of the year. Stop by Guadney, Buick, GMC, and register to win a new Hummer. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. 501-945-4444. GuadneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Do you own or operate Macs, Volvos, Freightliners, Kenworths, Peterbilts, or international trucks? We can offer you the same dealership-level computer diagnostics with highly trained and professional mechanics without dealership wait times and cost. Whether you're a municipality, fleet, or small business with one truck, come see why our customers have made us the highest-rated independent repair shop in Arkansas. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Take exit 7 on I-440 or call 568-2180. Willie D's Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos. Deep nightclub downstairs hosts karaoke on Tuesdays. And DJs spin on Friday and Saturday nights. Visit WillieD'sPianoBar.com. Johnston's Home Center presents Andrew Chambly when he joins Randy and Rick on Drive Time Sports every Tuesday through football season. Johnston's Home Center. If you can't find it at Johnston's Home Center, you probably don't need it. Kevin Arlen here from Westwood One. From Minneapolis, the Vikings and 49ers take the Monday night football stage this week. Brock Purdy in San Francisco coming off their first loss of the season. Now they face a Minnesota team looking to build on their win last week. Join Hall of Fame quarterback Kurt Warner and me for all the action on Monday Night Football. Right here on 103.7 The Buzz. Ugh, after a big dinner, my nighttime heartburn would keep me up. I'd be taking antacid after antacid all night long. But then I tried Prilosec OTC. Just one pill a day blocks my frequent heartburn for a full 24 hours, giving me one and done heartburn relief without heartburn keeping me up. <sighs> I could have a restful night's sleep. Prilosec OTC. One pill a day, 24 hours, zero heartburn. It's possible while taking Prilosec OTC. Use as directed for 14 days to treat frequent heartburn, not for immediate relief. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. O'Reilly Auto Parts' new Brake Best Select Pro brand raises the bar for the best aftermarket domestic brake pads and rotors available. For vehicle-specific friction formulations, quiet tech noise-canceling shims, and stainless steel hardware, choose Brake Best Select Pro. Professional-grade brakes from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Want to voice your opinion so you don't have to hear the same terrible callers every day? Are you behind on your credit card bills? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Is your landlord ready to evict you? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Does your girlfriend think you're a worthless loser? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Then call or text 501-661-1037 to help the cause. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Out across the 20 to the 25 to the 30. Satania trying to get to midfield. He's across the 50. He's got a chance to go. Isaiah at the 20, the 10. Touchdown, Arkansas. A 53-yard punt, an 87-yard return, and there you have it. On 103.7 The Buzz. It's been a great reaction Monday here on Out of Bounds, folks. And uh, one thing that always makes it a little bit better if your team lost over the weekend is if you won big money with Bet Saracen. And if you didn't, well, what are you doing? Why don't why don't why aren't you winning some money? Is it maybe because you had some bad bets? Because I know I did. 
But some of you may not even be taking the chance at it. That's which again, what are you doing? Download the app. It's so easy to download on your iPhone or on your Android. Just go to the App Store and download it that way. You can have immediate, immediate money put in, and you can have an immediate cash out. It's that simple. And there's always different specials to choose from and different spreads, different money lines, different over-unders for every sport. You would be shocked the type of sports that they have on there, but that's what Bet Saracen does. Now, they do it the best, but they also have the most. And if you're feeling tonight in the Monday night football game, which, of course, a lot of you are going to be checking out and watching, you got the 49ers on the road against the Vikings. They're favored by seven points in this game. And they also have the over-under set at 43-and-a-half. Or maybe since Arkansas Razorbacks are off this weekend, you got the Arkansas State ULM game where ULM is favored by two and a half points. You can check that out too. And they even have a, a boost, which is always really cool to do when they have not only the Arkansas State Red Wolves at plus two and a half, but then if the over hits at 57 and a half points, you get that for plus 275. You can do futures on college basketball. That's available right now. It is all through the Betsarison app. I got to see Carlton Safa down there. Or I guess you should say up there. At the Razorback basketball game, got to talk to him for a bit, and he discussed some of the great things that they have coming up and some of the great things that they enjoy and are really just hammering home when it comes to the best app in all of sports gambling here in the state of Arkansas. So download it today. You can also go online at BetSaracen.com and check it out that way, too. No matter what it is, though, you're going to watch these sports, so might as well make some money on them with BetSaracen. Again, it's a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services, and we'll get to uh, what's trending in the world of sports here in just a little bit as well. But have a lot of people have been texting in and messaging in on our Southern Structural Solutions text line, as well as our Asher Wrecker live fan feedback. And uh, Dakota says, uh, "Long time no talk, guys. Wanted to say that 11 touches for Aaron Jones is absolutely criminal to the Packers. Yet another embarrassing game. Nevertheless, go Pack, go." Comes from Dakota. Yeah, that was brutal from what they performed out there on Sat on Sunday. <laughs> Man, I have a few Packers fans that were not too happy with that performance. Yeah, it's been a struggle for them at times. They've been kind of they've been up and down this season, and of course, everybody is looking at the team that they played against in the Broncos. We know the struggles that they've had, so that's kind of as a fan, you say, well, you don't think it's that bad until you lose to a team that you think is worse than the team you cheer for, and. That's the case of it here. Oh, yeah. Listen, I I look at it, too, with college football and even in the NFL. Like, the, just games happen. You know, like uh, Washington. And, and, and I want to say Washington in the college football landscape, not the NFL. But, you know, they, they barely scrape by against a, a bad team over the weekend. You know, uh, North Carolina lost at home to Virginia. You know, and, and in the NFL, sometimes those things happen, too. We're just... Yeah, bad games. And the other team has a good game, and you lose. It's just part of it. But. We see it happen a little bit more in college football now. It, it's like standard in the NFL because mm-hmm. everybody's professional, and those things can happen at any time. And we're starting to see it filter down to college football simply because of the transfer portal. And these rosters that are in place, you're seeing it a little bit more there, whereas in the past you wouldn't see it in college football. No. In fact, it was almost be shocking if you kept it close to some of these teams, you know, given the circumstances. And also in uh, the Asher Recker High Fan Feedback, uh, Lee says, Guys, what really sucks is I got to take my kid to my his first, soft, uh, first football game, and that was what he got to witness. Going to be a hard sell for another game in the future to a six-year-old. I would have liked to think that teams like Colorado and who need defensive players may come in and try to at least pluck what they can in the offseason, get teams like Arkansas, especially since Arkansas is behind in the NIL stuff. But, uh, Lee, yeah, I'm sorry that your kid had to witness that uh, that type of game. 7-3. to 7-3. Three. to three. I still can't get over that. Like, that's that's impressive almost in the modern day of college football. 7-3. to three. Um, I guess it's a little... I, I wanted to check, and I'm sure this will be something I'm sure Rick Schaefer knows off the top of his head. I'd like to know, like... How many times has Arkansas at home had 10 points or less scored in the total game? I, it, it's got to be next to none, at least since like there, modern day. There was day. one that was referenced recently where it was a 10-3 final score. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was the one with uh, when Matt Jones was there. It was against Auburn in 03. Yeah. So, and then the 9-7 to game was terrible against Auburn in 07. Something about Auburn. But, yeah, I'm sure that there's... Not been many times where just one single touchdown was scored in a game, and Arkansas had their uh, had a few of them just over the past twenty years. But yeah, that was pretty brutal. Uh, Tony is in BB. Let's go to Tony and BB real quick. What's up, Tony? 
Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. There's uh, two things that aggravated me the most Saturday. Uh, one thing I am grateful for, though, is I was able to go to the game for free compliments of 103.7. Nice. But Very something good. That, something that aggravated me, though, is, okay, so we go into a two-minute drill at, there at the end there, and you run the ball in the two minutes. I've never seen a team start off a, a two-minute drill with a run play between the tackles. That was ridiculous. Well, you didn't think and that uh, you didn't see that Arkansas was doing such a good job running the ball. You didn't think that was their strength oh, yeah. to just keep running it. Hey, hey, Tony, they thought they were going to catch Mississippi State off guard. That's what that was. Yeah, it was all part of the plan. <laughs> okay, yeah, it reminds me of my high school coach that uh, thought that uh, third and long, third and eight, or whatever a dive play would work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> only if you have Herschel Walker in the backfield. But anyway. Uh, another thing that aggravates me, aggravates me too, as well, is that this, we had plays last year that worked. Just because your OC leaves doesn't mean he owns the playbook. You know, once it comes to U of A, you you own those rights. You can use that play again this year. Uh, I've seen seen him use nothing from last year that worked this year. And like I said, that that falls on Sam and the OC. You know. Sam was there last year, seen stuff that worked. He could retain some of that, at least a couple of that stuff when it's not going right with the stuff that uh, Dan Adolph was running. So I, I think, you know, he he better dig some of those out and start using some of those if he wants to keep his job and be here next year. But uh, also, I was in the upper, upper deck, and when I was leaving, of course, the Mississippi State coaches were leaving their press box and stuff, and they were hooping and hollering, and it was – it was almost like they were like, yeah, we're ugly, but we got to kiss the homecoming queen. <laughs> but that was aggravating. <laughs> but anyway, I'll hang up and listen. All right. Appreciate it, Tony. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. It's Mississippi State, I mean, they got an SEC win, and uh, their first SEC win, and they did it with a backup quarterback, and they did it scoring seven points. I mean, it's, it's still a win at the end of the day. They don't care. Oh, that was definitely something to celebrate for them because, as you mentioned, it was their first win in conference. So it didn't matter how it came about. They got it. Yeah, and uh, they had reasons to celebrate. And uh, I just uh, still, I don't, it's just disgusting. How about this? Real quick, add and do uh, what's trending in the world of sports. We'll have to move through it pretty quickly, but let's go ahead and do it. What's Trending in Sports is brought to you by Arkansas's own West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee, the Razorbacks, and their 1.5 million farmers around the globe. It's fall, so now it's time for your team to stock up on coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? We know Vikings and 49ers will be happening tonight. Well, it looks like Christian McCaffrey according to sources, will be playing for the 49ers as they will be taking on the Vikings. So big news for not only the 49ers, but a lot of you fantasy owners out there who have Christian McCaffrey on their team. Also with the Michigan situation where uh, they were getting an NCAA violation of having in-game scouting, Connor Stallions, who is the suspended Michigan staffer who's at the center of the NCAA stealing probe, Purchased tickets in his own name for more than 30 games over the past three years at 11 different Big Ten schools. Sources at 11 different league schools told ESPN. Man, if you're going to be doing something like this and doing it illegally, uh, you probably don't want to put your own name on it, especially since you're on their staff. I know it's not the exact same correlation, but what was it that uh, Charles Barkley said on the NC, uh, inside the NBA? He's like, uh, do not commit crimes with checks. You know, if you're going to break the law, don't. Don't don't write a check. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same thing. If you're gonna if you're gonna do something like this, if you're gonna break the law, don't don't put your own name on it and buy the tickets in your name at all the different schools. Because here's the deal: there's no way that they didn't know that this was illegal. There's no way with the compliance department they didn't know. So you know the fact that you put your own name on it probably made it pretty easy to see just how many games you went after it. But it's still just not surprising, but still really dumb. But that's what's trending in the world of sports, and we're going to take our final break. When we come back, we'll get to three and out, get some headlines, storylines, things we didn't get into, close up shop, and get you ready for Drive Time Sports. It's all next year on Out of Bounds. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. 
Fall is upon us. Don't go into the cold, wet winter months wondering if your roof will hold up till spring. Get peace of mind today. For the next 30 days, we're offering a free impact-resistant roof upgrade. Plus, if you've been denied coverage by your insurance company after the storms, you qualify to win a new roof for free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com for more details. Shamrock Roofing, where one call does it all at shamrockroofer.com. From sales, service, parts, and rental equipment, River Valley Tractor does it all and does it right. Your leading Kubota dealer is right around the corner with five locations throughout Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor, serving Central Arkansas and Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, and Pine Bluff. Work smarter this year, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. Online at rivervalleytractor.com. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. Erectile dysfunction is a very serious medical issue. It affects over 60% of men over 45. This can be caused from low testosterone, high blood pressure, diabetes, prostate issues, and high cholesterol. The staff at the Little Rock Men's Clinic are specialists in treating these issues. Our medical specialists will determine your specific problem and develop a treatment plan for your specific needs. Our treatments have helped thousands of men with a 96% success rate. Call the Little Rock Men's Clinic at 501-382-9516. Now through October 31st, our office visit is only $79. That includes your exam, blood work, and testos. If our specialist can't prove to you that the treatment works, your office visit is absolutely free. I am 58 years old. I have more energy, and I am performing like I am 21 again. I feel amazing. Come to the Little Rock Men's Clinic. We treat low T, ED, Peyronie's disease, and offer a male enhancement procedure. Call the Little Rock Men's Clinic at 501-382-9516. That's 501-382-9516. Or visit Little Rock Men's clinic.com pickup truck sports car motorcycle minivan townhouse two-story farmhouse fixer-upper what you drive and where you live is different for everyone so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you at shelter insurance we understand that which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto home and life insurance plan insurance that fits just right See shelter agent Christy Pettit in Mamel, Matt Cooper in Russellville, or Madison Buse in England. Emily and her friends were driving to a party, and they were texting. It's Jen. Oh, tell her we're on our way. Wow, get this. Tom's there. <laughs> Nobody likes being stopped by the police, but if I had seen her texting while driving and given her a ticket... It just may have saved her life. You drive, you text, you pay. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. My ride smells just right, just right, just right, just right. Y'all gotta try that for Bree's car. Just right, just right, just right, just right. La 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 la. With up to 40 days of consistency, all over Bree's car, clips right on your face. You know my car's my happy place. Keep that smile on my face. COVID-19 has cast a spotlight on the stark inequalities that drive poverty. The poorest communities in the U.S. and around the world are suffering the most. Oxfam believes we can put systems in place to protect health and livelihoods in the future if we work together with dignity and compassion. Learn how you can help offer safety to the most vulnerable and fight for a more resilient future at OxfamAmerica.org. Sponsored by Oxfam America. Unlike other shows, we don't talk over each other with old hee-haw jokes. It's bullcrap! Well, I, I ain't standing for this! Oh, my the hell! Yeah, they're down! They're down! So call or text to actually be heard on Out of Bounds at 501-661-1037. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are boom out of here. All right. It is time for three and out. If you headlines, if you storylines, if you things we got to dive into. 
And uh, speaking of Major League Baseball, we found out that Major League Baseball announced Abreu for the Houston Astros has a two-game suspension being upheld, but it will be served for the two games, the first two games of the 2024 regular season. So that whole scuffle and everything. Want to know if it got upheld? It did. No suspension for postseason or anything like that, but we'll have the suspension up there next season for two games for Abreu. The Dolphins are going to be the focus of Hard Knocks for in-season. And this is something that they've done just for a few years. They're going to be the third team where the Colts and Cardinals were the first two teams. But now the Dolphins, we know what that explosive offense and how they've looked so far this season, just suffered their first or their second loss last night versus the Eagles. But we'll be interesting to see the Dolphins on end-season hard knocks. So I was kind of curious about, uh, you know, with mascots and everything in sports, which sometimes you can't just have a mascot for, you know, what you got going on. Like, you know, you just, like for Alabama, they got, uh, you know, a mascot that's an elephant, but they can't have a real elephant. But Arkansas can have like a Razorback or a hog, however you want to put it, that's real. Either way, I've always just wondered what the Diamondbacks, the Arizona Diamondbacks, it's a, it's a snake, right? The Diamondbacks, a snake, and kind of just, you know, fitting for the Arizona area. So, why do they have a bobcat as their mascot? I guess it would be difficult to have a snake uh, as a mascot. Probably not something that the kids would want pictures with. But I saw that the other day, and it says a bobcat. I'm like, maybe it's because it's like in the kind of the desert area too. Maybe it's got a lot of them out there in the Arizona. I don't really know, but just something that really pointed out to me where I'm like, okay, well, they're Arizona Diamondbacks, but their mascot's a big bobcat. I think there's just a lot of confusion for me on that. The Eagles, they're one of the better teams in the NFL, and they continue to try to improve their roster. They have traded for two-time All-Pro safety Kevin Byard, who happens to be originally from Philly, and this is kind of a philosophy that maybe they've adopted over the past few years under this coaching staff where they like to bring players that are familiar to the area to the team. We know that uh, on defense they like Georgia players, but also with that team aspect, they do like having players that are familiar with the area. They brought in running back DeAndre Swift, who also is from Philly. But what they give re- or what they give up in return is they trade safety Terrell Edmonds, a fifth and a sixth round pick for 2024, to the Titans to get Kevin Byard, who is once again two-time All-Pro safety. The latest in 2021. So, Eagles continue to try to get better. So, uh, speaking of the Eagles, Jalen Carter last night for the Eagles had a funny play where uh, he flopped pretty heavily. You know, we see these and players do that where they got in a little scuffle with the uh, the uh, Miami Dolphins offense line, and then it looked like it was a complete and total flop. They threw the flag, and it was a pretty funny moment. But uh, Jalen uh, Carter was asked after the game about that flop, and he simply said, I was just thinking of LeBron. He used him as his inspiration for his flop that he had there in the game, which ended up, again, being a pretty funny moment. Timberwolves forward, Jaden McDaniels, he got a, and this is the time that we'll see that with NBA season starting tomorrow, we're going to see some of these contract details coming out and players getting new contracts as the season starts, but he gets a five-year, $136 million contract. And last, he's just 23 years old. Last season, he shot 52% from the field, 40, almost 40% from three as a full-time starter. So he's rewarded with that new contract, and he's said to be one of the best defenders in the NBA and uh, holding opposing shooters to below 44% as the closest defender. So Jaden McDaniels, Timberwolves, gets rewarded with a new contract. So there was this uh, funny story on the Dave Ramsey show, which, uh, you know, there's a lot of financial questions that get thrown around, but there was an interview that he had with uh, someone who renamed Nameless. But they said that they told they haven't told their teenage children about his $22 million jackpot win that he had in the lottery two years ago. He said, my wife and I made the conscious decision to keep it under wraps. We just don't want them to grow up to be waiters as in waiting for us to die. And they all burst out in the laughter. He says, one of the things they all say is that they told too many people and had too many people turning up at their door handing, asking for handouts. 
Uh, his approach to the windfall, which should be keeping his family in good financial shape going forward. And I started thinking about that. I'm like, okay, that sounds good in principle. That sounds good and everything. But you know how pissed off I would be if I was a teenage kid? And I found out later in life as my t- parents are on getting older in age, like, hey, by the way, we won the lottery you know, 30 years ago for $22 million. We just didn't want to tell you and didn't want to have any purchases to make it look like we had it because uh, you know, we, we didn't want you to just be waiting on us to die. I would probably put him in a nursing home pretty quickly. That's just me. But, hey, every parent's different. Everybody wants to do a certain thing. But, man, I would be pretty upset if I was a kid that found out later in life that my parents won the lottery and never told me about it. Tom Brady, TB12, is single once again. He and Arena Shake dated briefly for about four months, but an insider told TMZ that the romance just fizzled out. And it was short-lived. And now the rumors start once again about who Tom Brady is dating, who he's going to be hanging out with, and... Once again, Kim Kardashian's name has surfaced that as a rumor that Tom Brady is going to be seeing Kim Kardashian now. But for the time being, he's single once again. Hopefully he can find love somewhere. The ultimate scandal would be if he started dating Taylor Swift and that there's a breakup with Travis Kelsey. Now that would be some drama that people would be all about. But uh, speaking of uh, celebrity news, you know, Britney Spears is interesting on Instagram, as we all know and have seen. And she was asked in an excerpt by uh, the New York Times of why she's posting so many naked photos and videos of herself on Instagram. It's kind of been her thing here recently. And also with her dancing. And they just wanted to know why when she's never done it before. But she says, quote, I know a lot of people don't understand why I love taking pictures of myself naked or in new dresses. But I think that, that if they'd been photographed by other people thousands of times, prodded and posed by other people's approval, they'd understand that I get a lot of joy out of posing the way I feel sexy and taking my own picture. So for those of you who are wondering why in the world she's doing what she's doing, there's your answer why. And I'm sure people who are listening that had no idea she was doing that will absolutely not go on Instagram and immediately follow her because she's been doing it again. But there's your reasoning and explanation behind it. Brett Michaels adopted a dog appropriately named Brett Michaels. So the dog was said to be a hero that actually saved a young cat's life, a young kitten. And uh, Brett Michaels was touched by the story. And knowing that he shared a name with the dog, he adopted the dog. So hmm. pretty feel-good story where Brett Michaels is now giving a home to a dog that was, that was in need of a home. I'm not somebody who ever has ran a triathlon, nor do I want to, but there was a triathlon that was happening down in South America, a long one, too, 113 kilometers, and the person that was in the lead lost it at the very last second simply because they kept looking back over their shoulder, which made them trip and fall at the very end, and the person ended up passing them. There's very tough ways to lose things, but to lose out on the marathon winner... Simply if after 113 kilometers, just because you kept looking over your shoulder and fell, it's probably one of the worst ways to lose it. If you're somebody that dresses your pet, and especially with Halloween being around the corner, top five costumes for dogs, Beanie Baby, Superman, Chucky, UPS Driver, and a S'mores. A UPS Driver for a dog? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, if I'm, not, I'm not dressing rowdy, but if I was going to, it probably would be a UPS driver because the UPS truck is the bane of his existence and scares him every time he sees it. So uh, probably not going to be going through that much effort either way. But we do appreciate all of you listening in Out of Bounds today. For Joe Franklin, I am John Neighbor. Same sports show, same sports channel tomorrow afternoon. Stay tuned, folks. we got Drive Time Sports coming up next. Jackalope Cycling is passionate about the Arkansas outdoors. To help you enjoy this beautiful state, Jackalope offers an array of bike rentals to get you on the trails. What about fly fishing from a bicycle? You can't do that, but Jackalope also offers fly rods, reels, waders, fly fishing accessories, outdoor and camping gear. Yeah, it'll be tough riding a bicycle and waders. But you can still enjoy the Arkansas outdoors with Jackalope Cycling in Russellville or Jackalope.